1: Oh.
2: Definitely told for the Lakers, for the Wizards, for the Mavericks, for the Knicks, and I'm sure there's some others I'm forgetting, but fuck them, they're gone, man. Greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to 3-Man Weave. 3-Man Weave is brought to you by the good folks at Chairshot Radio Network in conjunction with the thechairshot.com. Always use your head. And every week we ask, we implore, we insist upon you using your head by supporting your favorite website for news, reviews, opinion, and analysis. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. That's why you're here, Melon Pharma. So why don't you go ahead and support the movement by going to prorustantees.com forward slash the chair shot and picking up an official chair shot t shirt? We've got something you're going to love. You hate journalism? I do too. Guess what? Hashtag journalism. You're a Christian? You're Muslim. They talk about Jesus too. Guess what? Jewish probably not. But guess what? Jesus did the job. His dad was the promoter, and many, many other cool designs. If you just peruse prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot, I guarantee by perusing prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot, you are going to find something you absolutely adore. At prorustentees.com forward slash the chair shot. Please and thank you. Thank you. And please remember the chairshot.com. We're not just a website, we're a movement, folks. One of my co-hosts is going to be perusing that site here momentarily, but that's neither here nor there. I'm Mr. Velvet Pipes, Christopher Platt. As always, I'm joined by the commissioner PC Tunney and Mr. Ray Cash. Gentlemen, greetings and salutations. Hootie who what it do?
1: Um, hey, what's up, gentlemen? It's always good to be on with the commissioner and the Negro Chief.
3: <laughs>
1: I hope you catch that. For those of you not watching, you're not watching the live feed of uh, the live feed of the three man weave. My man got on the tribal chief tracksuit.
3: Ah, that's a true story. There's only one
1: tribal chief, so he's the Negro Chief.
2: That's hilarious. This I don't actually have the bootleg jump man logo like Roman does, which I love. BT dub. <laughs> this is an actual Adidas sweatsuit i'm going old school today folks
3: i like uh, it I roman
1: it. and shane the only two wrestlers probably to get ever get signed they're, i'm sure they're going to be signed by jordan eventually they wear too many jordans touche yeah,
2: shane don't need it but roman yeah i, I could smoke a bag of that
1: that's exactly why shane gonna get it because he don't need it that's how the other <laughs> side lives yeah, what
3: can What's you up, what can you do Well, gentlemen, uh, let's jump right into it. The biggest news of the day is not that Nikola Jokic is the MVP, but possibly the way these votes broke down. Uh, I know Ray sent us the voting this morning. I got it up right here. 91 first-place votes for Jokic, five for Curry, two for Chris Paul, one for Giannis, and one for Embiid. Embiid did gather the large majority of second-place votes in addition, Giannis had the most third and fourth place votes, but Steph ends up third with them five first place votes. What do you guys think of the voting? And uh, I, I mean, we all agree that Jokic was the MVP this year.
2: You heard it here first, folks.
3: Who was on the bandwagon before? I mean, oh my god! It's true. like every single topic bandwagon. we come up with. It's like, oh, you guys, I said it first. I, I was right. I, I wasn't on the, every I wasn't topic. On Jokic for MVP bandwagon. You were on him as a player
2: before. I was oh, okay. I wasn't, I wasn't, okay. Yeah. I'm talking about the jokers okay. for MVP band. I'm about bandwagon. to say because I, w- yeah, I was I yeah. was
1: I was sticking up hard for my guy last year. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, you were the f- you were the first of the three of us to say he was MVP. I give you all credit, all credit where credit is due, sir. You are correct.
2: I ain't giving I'm you talking shit. About anywhere Did, was anybody else on that bandwagon before me? Because that shit was lonely as
1: fuck for you, a while. Maybe not. I, I remember the odds were in his favor from a betting standpoint, but I don't know if the rhetoric was that he was MVP yet.
2: Because I'm but, talking what what, late December, early January? I started spitting yeah. that venom?
1: Yeah, Early in the season, yeah.
2: Excuse um, the fuck out of me for wanting to get my props, but go ahead and get in here, Ray. That was more crack on Sunny, not you.
1: Get your love, <laughs> sir. Get your love, Nick uh, Crossy. I uh, don't
2: get my love. That's why I got to toot my own horn, so brr, brr, motherfuckers.
1: I will say this. Was should he have won the award? Yeah. Was he the best player this year? What – is he going to be the player I rem- – the way I think of MVP in my mind is one of two things. Either you are so, irrep- so irreputably, irreputably – you know the word I'm trying to use. I'm sorry. I've been working all day. Uh, so important to your team that if they took you off, you're more valuable to your team than anybody else, which is the term MVP. Or when I think of this year, 10 years, 20 years from now, who am I going to think of? That's not yeah, joking. the brain. It's going to be good no, to Steph, like No, Steph
3: Curry. No, I mean, he's easily the MVP. He has the best stat line this year. In addition, his team was like in fifth or sixth place in the West when Jamal Murray went out. Not only did he get better, but the team also moved up in the standings after that. So you have to give it yeah. to him. I don't think there's really any argument. Embiid just didn't play enough. Like, he can be mad all no. he wants, but it ain't even a question. Yeah. And Steph is not the most valuable player. He couldn't even get his team into the playoffs.
1: He single-handedly drug them to the damn play-in
3: team. Right. Without you, them, they would
1: have won probably five games.
3: I'm glad you I'm glad you backed me up with my point that he didn't make it to the playoffs. He didn't. You were, well, he made it to the, he made it to the playoffs. That, he didn't no, make he, it. No, he didn't. He made
1: it to the playoffs. No, he didn't the make it to the playoffs. The play game was part of the playoffs. No, it's not. Semantic, sir. It's Semantics. not because
3: it's not the first round. They don't even call it the playoffs. They call it the play-in.
1: Sem- is the is in the in the NCAA tournament? Is the first four game is the playing game part of the tournament?
3: I thought we were talking yes. about the NBA, not the NCAA. Uh-huh, but that's fine. Uh-huh, no, but no, you changed thing. it. You changed um, it, not me. I'm I was making a parallel, sir. No, they're not. They're the not parallel. parallel. They're askew. So, um,
1: so, by the way, to, to, real, real quick, real quick, real quick. For the record, the jokish thing about him get the team getting better. The Nuggets made, didn't get better. The other Western teams got worse.
2: Oh, yeah man. that's my Utah argument too but as Tony moves that goal post I just want to get in here real quick and say <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised that that Chris Paul didn't get more love like you know between this and I thought Marty Williams was going to be a shoe in for coach of the year so between yeah, this and the coach I of the year it's like the, 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 the NBA ain't got no love for Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre let it be known then like wow I was surprised about that, by that seriously Fucking I, East, I, I East I can,
1: Coast can, NBA can, what hurt Chris Paul Is that he is clearly not the best player on his team that's what hurts him is it such a weird situation because while he's the unquestioned leader and most important player Devin Booker is the best player on that team so it's kind of hard to reconcile that but again this is a perfect example of team success over individual success because what the the Nuggets are the 3C right if we're going by what it has been, and I think there was a clear, there's a clear difference, pre Westbrook, post Westbrook, pre Westbrook, it was you could basically put it down, best player, the the MVP was going to be the best player on the best team. So what I'm shocked is Spider Mitchell didn't get enough love.
2: Another
3: guy that was hurt.
2: Fair. Well, that's not Fair. that's not true either, though, because sometimes the, y'all know how the league is. They get tired of voting for the same guy like LeBron and Jordan could probably have like twelve, twenty-four 24 MVPs just between two of them. And people just get tired of voting for him. But
1: Giannis I mean, could have won this MVP for being honest,
2: but they got tired of voting for him. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, exactly. But, I mean, I I didn't expect Chris to win, but just the the complete and utter disrespect for what he and Monty Williams and Booker, I mean, they're a good team. I'm not taking away from any of those guys. They're all great. They're a great team. They're a great story. But to not give the coach of the year to Monty Williams and not give Chris Paul any more MVP recognition— that, that doesn't compute to me. And shout out to Thibodeau. He had a great year with the Knicks. But, you know, there's an East Coast bias with all media here in the States. And the Knicks are relevant again. That's cool. But it's ironic because I would have voted for the Mellon Farmer that knocked him out before I voted for him this year.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Homeboy down in Atlanta, huh? Nate, Nate McMillan.
2: Yeah, Nate McMillan with that military, yeah. marine as buzz cut. Well, yeah. and,
3: and speaking of Nate McMillan and coaching, right, I think we're, we're all on the same line there, right? Good for Tibbs, everything else. But, yeah, we all thought that. You know, the Suns should have got a little bit more love for both awards. But the Pacers fire their coach after one year and got to be thinking, why the fuck did we not keep Nate McMillan around? How stupid are they? Come on. How stupid are you? all Who was on that first? Was it Chris? Oh, it was Chris. Chris, here's some flowers. Shut up. <laughs> when, when Ray texts that in our, in our
2: three-man weave text thread, my first thought, I, I, I went full Thanos with it. I don't even know who you are.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Clearly, the Pacers didn't either. <laughs> that,
3: is great. Can, that is great.
1: Can we talk about? Can we talk about uh, fans showing why we should never have any rights to anything by giving a first place MVP vote, MVP MVP vote to Derrick Rose? Stop it! Come on, y'all! Stop it! I dug it. I mean, it's
2: complete and utter bullshit, but I dug it. Shout out to D Rose getting, getting some love. You know what I mean? Oh, for no other reason. Yeah. 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 Maybe, hey, hey you... man, maybe, maybe we can push it and we can get Joe Harris some MVP love next year with Brooklyn. <laughs> Let's do it. New shirt at prowrestleteens.com. <laughs> hashtag Joe Harris for MVP 2022. Let's get it.
1: Shout out to Derek Rose, by the way. He had a hell of a year. But MVP, bro, like, be real. Come on, y'all. Come on,
3: fans. All right, folks, before we slide in on over to some NBA playoff talk, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back.
0: This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out Cheshire.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, TheChairShot.com. All
3: right, let's stay on that line with the Nuggets and Sons. We've talked a lot about them already. Tonight's game features said teams. Nuggets are in a one hole. Can they steal one before they go back to Denver? Mr. Ray Cash, I know you are eagerly anticipating the game tonight, hoping your team can hold court and go up 2 in this series?
1: You know, this was very evenly matched to me in that both teams had one person that couldn't be stopped. There's nothing that any... Well, um, conventional wisdom, nobody Phoenix could slow down or stop Jokic, and nobody on Denver could slow down or stop Booker. But that first game showed that Jokic isn't going to play like that all season, all game, all series, but Aiden held his own with jokic and the news going in the game too is michael porter jr tweaked his back and if you know anything about the history of that kid whenever you hear him and back in the same sentence it is terrifying they need him because he's the only other player on that team right now sans jamal murray who can get his own bucket so you might see one of those 50 point games from jokic tonight but like four assists and that's how they'll lose so I think the Suns have the advantage going into the game, depending on if Michael Porter Jr. is healthy or not. Um, and that that was their one chance. That was their one chance to steal a game, and I think they've lost it now.
2: Shout out to Aiden, first and foremost.
1: I, I didn't know the young man
2: had it in him, but this Mellon Farmer has made him some money during this postseason run, point blank, period. As far as the minutiae of game to game, I'm not really going to get into that because anything could happen from game to game. Ultimately, I think if Chris Paul's shoulder stays attached, that the Suns are going to pull this out in five or six. I mean, all those injuries that the Nuggets are dealing with, Ray just alluded to, now Porter's having some back issues. That's tough, especially for a guy that young. Like Once you start having back problems, they don't typically go away. That's not a good sign for him long term. But in the short term, as far as this, it's just too much, man. It's it's way too much for the Nuggets to overcome. They've had a great season. But on the Willy Wonka side of the game, your time ends here.
3: Aiton is the, the defensive key, right, for Phoenix. I mean, it's a guy who is, he might look skinny to you, but he's 250. So he can hold his own physically with Jokic. He doesn't have to jump when every fake. He's going to get up quicker than him because Jokic can't jump up onto a fucking curb. He has to step up onto the curb, okay? Like, you couldn't fit the Sunday newspaper underneath the motherfucker when he jumps, but he's really good, you know? So as long as you don't fall for the old man basketball and he uses his length and quickness, there's no reason he shouldn't be able to frustrate him. Stop him? No. He's an MVP. He's been playing at MVP caliber for a long time, but definitely a great defensive weapon there. And like you guys said, Chris Paul stays healthy. Phoenix has to win this series because I'm sorry, Facundo Campazzo is not going to be shutting down Chris Paul.
1: Facts, beautifully said. I'm surprised you know that man's name. So, Tony gets the point. Well, I mean,
2: he's been pronouncing Enidakupo for the last seven years, so he he got that African shit down. You know what I mean? He got that shit down, son.
1: Hey, good point. Look at boy. Let's see you, Tony.
3: Well, let's get. I the... can't he pronounce Karis LeVert, you know. <laughs> you just did. Ring the bell. Oh, where's DP when you need him? All right, let's get this <laughs> over with. Man, I don't think anybody's surprised the Bucks are down two zero, even with Harden out. But losing by forty is really just unforgivable.
1: I'm massively surprised, and I'm massively disappointed, and I'm I'm done with the Bucks. I'm out on them. Like I'm so done. Go ahead. I, I
2: don't think it's time to panic. Obviously, on, you know, inside of baseball, Tony and I have a bet going on this series. But I don't think it's time to panic. Now, is it a bad look? Does it look grim? Yes. But let me tell you why I don't think it's time for y'all to panic. Number one, y'all proven that y'all can do some things against Millie Walkay and it, Or excuse me, against the uh, Brooklyn. And as much as I hate to agree with the inside the NBA guys, I, I have to in this point. You need to get Lopez. You need to get Giannis down there on the block. And that's what you need to do. Take advantage of that mismatch. Because not only is it going to open up some wide-open shots and threes for everybody else, you're also going to run the idea of maybe getting some of those bigs for Brooklyn in foul trouble and forcing them to go to their anemic bench where y'all clearly have an advantage. And considering that you're at home, you're going to get some home cooking from the refs. That's how this works. It is what it is. And role players tend to play better at home. I don't think it's time to hit the panic button. Obviously, y'all need to win Game 3, or it's Rap City, but I don't think it's time to hit the panic button. I, I just don't. I, do I think you're going to win? No, but you got some things going for you, and what a difference a week makes. Just two weeks ago, we were writing the Clippers' eulogy.
3: Well, it's Wednesday night. You're listening to this podcast. We recorded just hours before it drops right there on all your favorite streaming platforms, ChairShot Radio Network and the Chairshot.com. A difference two weeks makes, well, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday night, in four days this could be a completely different story and no one would be surprised if it's two to two, right? That being said, these are both must-win games for the Bucks. as far as I'm concerned. You don't want to go back to Brooklyn, likely with James Harden back. In Game 5 with a chance to get knocked out of this series. That's my opinion. Now, Giannis came out and said something very smart. We can't even look ahead to Game 4. We have to get our shit together. This isn't literally what he said, but they got to get their shit together, right? And the fact that Giannis is guarding one of those three guys, one of the big three, is completely asinine to me. We talked about this before the series started. Giannis and Brooke Lopez should be guarding the other two guys on the court so they can help when these shooters get pushed towards the paint. That's my opinion. And I messaged Chris this uh, when the, after the Bucks got blown out. I'm not sure which I'm looking forward to more, winning a T-shirt or getting a new head coach. I, if it costs me a T-shirt to get a new head coach, I take my money. I, I, I
1: don't – I like the Bucks. I really do like the Bucks, And I think Giannis is a fantastic superstar. And I think they, fought, they did what they needed to do when they got some dogs. They got guys like P.J. Tucker and Giroux. That's got some dogs. They need some dogs in that squad. And I don't mean this in any disrespectful manner, but they just ain't got no heart, dog. To lose game one, number one, that, no. But to go out in game two by 40, that ain't no heart. That's hard. That's all heart, bro. I understand the coach needs to go. I understand that. He does not scheme them well. He has not figured out in five years uh, one sensible way to use Giannis effectively, and yet three, oh, I'm sorry, three years, yet Giannis has won two MVPs off the goodness, off the greatness of his talent, but still isn't used, utilized correctly offensively. Still isn't. But they ain't got no heart, bro. I would not be shocked if it's a sweep. I'd be shocked if they win more than one game in in, in, in Milwaukee. I'd be shocked if they win both. I'd be shocked if we go into game five back to Brooklyn and it's tied 2-2. Two, two. I'd be shocked. Not because the talent isn't there. They ain't got a no heart, dog. And that just dis- disappoints me because this is the team i I expected to possibly go to the finals
2: i mean I'm, i'm not gonna go that far like did they give up last game yes there's no way an nba team a professional basketball team loses by 40 unless they threw in the towel that's fair but at the same point in time it's the playoffs so it doesn't matter if you lose by one or 100 it's just one l and you can come out the next game and it could be a brand new day. Yes, it is. I'm not saying that's gonna happen. I'm just saying if I'm Milwaukee, I'm not hitting the panic button yet.
1: You're not wrong, but you also you 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 have to you have to remember the cloud these guys are playing under and what the, the underachievement that they've played un, played with the past two three years. So this isn't just like a random game to them. All this stuff is going to sit with them until they break through. Ask all the grace that's had to deal with it over the years. This they're, they're, until they break through and get to the finals, these are all these games, all these disappointments are going to continue to just roll over and stay on their shoulders. And oh, they just keep see.
2: you're saying they're cracking under the pressure, not just because they lost by 40 last game, you're saying they're cracking under the weight of expectations yeah, and pressure. Exactly. That's what you say okay.
1: exactly. The and and ton, PC Tony can tell you better than anybody because and, and I'm this is this is gonna sound bad, but it's not a diss. You said this yourself. Tony was never the most skilled athletic player. But the one thing you cannot teach is Wait, hard. What? Playing hard. Oh, who are you talk- yeah, talking I, I about? Know a fact. He ain't never said
2: that shit. You talking about me? <laughs> no,
3: you said that on the show before.
1: Who, me? Yeah.
3: I'm skilled. At- Fuck, are you shitting me, bro? Okay, well, then I heard something different. I got footwork like Elijah on. I can shoot threes like Curry, and I'll take your ass to the hole every motherfucking time. I got the quickest first motherfucking step you ever seen, bro. I got moves like for days. That. My handle's almost as good as Kyrie. Come on, man. I got big guys, little guys. Come on now. So clearly you could tell the truth. Uh, <laughs> the
1: point is, the ask, point is. Hey, call. The, the point ask, is though. ask Tony Smith. Give him a call once. See how he like guarding me. S- send me his number. I'll, I'll call him. Hey, get him on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> get him on the podcast. I try. No, man. <laughs> he won't. He's got his own radio show. <laughs> <laughs> it's all hard, though, man. I, and it, does, it it it's not. It doesn't take anything to play hard, and they don't even play hard when it matters. And that that's what bothers me. Well, so I feel like yes, the 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 pressure is 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 and until they're able to break through this, I don't want to call it a curse, but whatever this fog is that they just continue to perpetually underachieve. The disappointment is going to move to the next game and the next game and the next series, and the next series and the next year and the next year until they break it up or something different happens and you see what's happening. So
3: well, no player, no, none of the players that are, that are very meaningful, that team are going anywhere because they're all under contract for, for a little bit of time. So it's in the coaching, know. in my opinion, and we'll, we'll just have to see what happens. Chris, do you have a last thought there?
2: I don't really think this is about Milwaukee underachieving. I think this is about how terrifying Brooklyn can be, not even at their peak. And we're going to wait until the end of the season. But at the end of this season, we're going to have to have a real honest discussion about Kevin Durant and where he falls in the pantheon of things. Because like I I said at the beginning of the show, at the end of this year, I believe that's the guy, when we look back to this season, who we're going to be thinking about.
1: By the way, breaking news, Will Barton is playing in game two for for Denver.
3: Okay. So that's a big help. Okay. That's a big help for Denver. Well, let's stay in the Eastern Conference, and the Philadelphia 76ers come out and beat a career playoff high. They even the series up. What's going to happen when they go back to Atlanta, Chris? Because Atlanta has one rocking crowd down there. They play great at home. Is Philly going to be able to take this brand of basketball and travel it down to, you know, Atlanta?
2: I don't know what the hell's happening in this series, man. Out of all the series in the second round, this is the one that I have my finger on the pulse the least. I have no clue what's happening here. You go back to game one, and Atlanta pretty much led that game wire to wire, but at the end, there was still the Philadelphia snuck in there towards the end yeah. And almost, you know, got, had an opportunity to steal Bog, Bogdanovich kept that-
3: them from pissing their pants at the end of that game by making that three. That's what happened. <laughs>
2: That is what happened, exactly. And then game two, man, if I didn't know any better, I would say my man Trey was point-shaven, especially in that first half, just how sloppy he was with the basketball and some of those turnovers. Like It it just didn't make any sense. And I don't think that the game was ever... I don't think, you know, watching that entire game, I don't think that there was ever a, a feeling that Philly wasn't going to win. But at the same point in time, they got out to that hot start, and Atlanta fought back and messed around and took the lead there before Philly pulled away again. So, yeah, honestly, I I don't know what the hell. I have no thoughts, no expert opinion, no analysis, no nothing about how this series is going to go, man. I have no idea after these first two games.
1: I can give you some expert opinion. Joel Embiid healthy. Joel, Joel Embiid healthy. Philadelphia does well. Joel Embiid ain't healthy. They don't. That's about the best you can get from the series. Uh, just keep it a buck Joel Embiid if he would have been healthy all year he'd have been an MVP so oh. you see how you see how well how important he is to that team by the fact that he's injured but he's still playing well and everybody's feeding off of him Atlanta is a as a better team I think top to bottom in terms of they're deeper but as good as Trey Young is I don't think he can take over a game on every facet of the, of every play, like Joel can. And Joe, like Joel keeps saying, they got the defensive player of the year. Ben Simmons might be de- defensive player of the year. So um, I, I, I was thinking Atlanta when I knew Joel wasn't healthy, but if he can play like this, I don't see any reason Philadelphia shouldn't come home with it.
3: Well, for Atlanta to win this series, in my opinion, they're going to have to win three of the next four games. This gets to a game seven in Philadelphia. I don't Think Atlanta has the playoff chutzpah to win a game seven on the road against the MVP caliber guy like Embiid and the defense that Philly has that they can, you know, back, you know, rest upon when it comes down to a close game. Like you said though, can well, Atlanta do to do, can Atlanta get can, can Atlanta get their shit together though? Because you look at how they lost last night; they were down early, all of a sudden they're down two, right? They get down again, all of a sudden they're down two at halftime, right? So it's it's like poker. It's it's can you handle the runs? Can you handle the ups and downs, right? So we'll see which team can, can prove themselves. It goes back to kind of the Milwaukee series too. Brooklyn has guys that have won championships that know the difference between regular season and playoff basketball and what it means to win. And until you know what that means, you won't know what it means. It's just you don't know until you know. I... I still like Atlanta. I think they can pull off the next three out of four. But like you said, Chris, this is a tough one to call.
2: But, I mean, isn't that the beauty of this entire postseason? Because every one of these teams, one of these teams that is left is going to win an NBA championship. And every single one of them are unproven on that level, which kind of adds to the excitement of things, I I believe.
1: Yeah, facts. I I think nobody in the West has ever – none of the four teams in the West have ever won a championship – Um, And I I know the Hawks won and the Sixers won and the the Bucks won. So, yeah, five five out of the 18s have never won a championship. That's crazy. Yeah, but
2: and the motherfuckers you named ain't won a championship since the Civil Rights Movement. So, I mean.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? When you talk about people that have won championships, let's go over to the series in the West because it's a little bit different. Kawhi has gotten it done twice, right? That's another guy who knows what it's like to win. The Jazz come out and win game one. They couldn't get the three off at the end of the game. Rudy Gobert is the most valuable player on Utah. That's why nobody on Utah got any fucking MVP votes. Period. End of story. You can tell me all those guards are really good and they play together and the system they're using is great. But without Rudy Gobert, they're in the play-in.
2: Real quick, before y'all get to that, I, I don't want to disrespect and besmirch the good name of Dr. J. I believe Philly went one in either the late seventies or early. They I think had, it was eighty-one. They had the only. 81. 81,
3: yeah, right. they had one With, title. Otherwise, everything else was yeah. Celtics, Lakers in the eighties.
2: No, I just I just didn't want to disrespect Dr. J. He got him one in '81, but man. everybody else
3: they was weighed in
2: the water when they won their titles. But go do, ahead, Dr. J, Dr. J does a J good job of disrespecting everybody else. Yeah, Dr. Is, J does a okay. good job of disrespecting he can. himself. He's
3: Dr. J, he yeah. can do that. He's Dr. J. I heard he's a. I heard he's. Well, I'll just I'll keep my mouth shut. So the Jazz and the Clippers, it's it feels like the Dallas series again, doesn't it? Like, man the Clippers are just going to let the team hang around, do just enough to win, and I feel like eventually that's going to burn them at the end here.
1: But do we do we think as a collective that the Clippers are a better team top to bottom than the Jazz?
2: Most definitely, yes.
1: I don't think at all. I think the Clippers are not as good a team as the Jazz. They may have a more dynamic player, but no, they're not better top to bottom, whereas Dallas was a one-man team. So it's a little different when you have a team that can match up with you. Mike Conley needs – Mike Conley I, – I don't know if he's hurt or whatever happened, but they miss him. They need him as an extra ball handler. Um, but top to bottom, that team plays so fluidly as a team. They have – they know what they want to do. They know how they want to do it. Um, they they have a fluent, flowing offense, unlike Dallas, who basically says, Luca, go, make, go get a bucket. So it's a different – it's a different thing – the, I think the question is, can Kawhi stay at the level he's been playing at? Because I think everything else in this series is going to be as consistent as it's always been. spider Mitchell is going to play well. Rudy Gobert is going to be the best defensive player on the, on the team. Uh, Paul George is going to stay schizophrenic. Like, everything is going to be normal. But if Kawhi can continue to elevate himself to that superstar level that he gets to in the playoffs, then the Clippers might be sneaking their ass into the, into the Western Conference Finals.
2: Now let me say this real quick because this pissed me off this morning I uh, I, I wake up this morning and I briefly go on to social media before I have to log on into my shoot job and I see hashtag playoff P trending so everybody's shitting on Paul Pierce again okay number one okay yeah the man shot four for 17 last night okay I get that but he also gave you 20 and 10 so look, listen to this Clippers box score alright Kawhi Leonard went nine for 19, which is not horrible, but it's not exactly lighting the world on fire. And he gave him 23 points again. Paul George, four for 17. He gave him 20. After that, you got Marcus Morris going four for 14. So my question to people is. What the fuck else was Paul Spears supposed to do? Who who is missing these shots that Paul Pierce is taking? Like you want him to really acquiesce to Marcus fucking Morris, and I don't mean that disrespectfully whatsoever. I don't want that. I don't want them issues at all. I don't know if you're Marcus or Markeith. I know y'all a package deal. I don't want none of that. But I'm saying, and listen, I'm not saying that Paul George hasn't shit the bed in huge playoff games before. That would be asinine for me to say that. But what do you want? Who do you want here on this Clippers team taking those shots and trying to create and make I, things happen? I think you're so asking the
3: wrong question.
2: It, it pissed me off last night, just or this morning, rather, seeing that. Because, I mean, okay, yeah, we all make our jokes and this and that, but don't let a silly thing like the facts get in the way of a good joke,
3: huh? Or I'll answer your question. They want Paul Pierce, they want Paul George to make those shots. They don't want somebody else to take them. They want him to make them. Luke Kennard was seven for nine last night. Is he gonna be your second best player? Because if so, go back to LA and start making a fucking tea time and get some spot at the beach reserve for your ass, because you're done. By the way, it's you not took- Luke
1: Kennard who just came off the came off the end of the bench and is just draining him. Yeah, perhaps he should play more. That might be nice. who, who is the little skinny kid that looks like um Brendan Ingram who was out there just acting a fool last night in the wrong way what's that kid number 14 i think is his name but i was watching and i
3: was like why is he on the floor
2: you got me on that one i can't hear I, I fell asleep before this game was over with last night
3: let's put it this way ray i agree with you top to bottom utah is better and if spider-man spider-man does whatever a spider can and continues to no. be the best player no. in the series the clippers no. are done they're going to get at the no. best of gentlemen sweep.
2: No, I'm not living in a world where Utah could possibly make the NBA Finals. Clippers cut their goddamn heads off. I don't want to be here. No. And the fact that nobody particularly, with the exception of Canard, played well for the Clippers and they still had an opportunity to win this at the end of the game, I don't think that necessarily boils well for Utah. Now, yes, Utah knows who they are. The Clippers got a lot of issues. I don't even think they have a solid rotation. They, I, I don't even really think they know who needs to play and when they need to play. But they're more talented. Fuck Gobert. I don't mean that personally. I just don't particularly care for your game. I love Spider. Connolly's going to come back, but I mean, how much does Connolly really have left at the tank at this point? So I, I'm, I'm still going to say the Clippers again. We threw dirt on them two weeks ago, and now they're here, and they're going to rid us of this jazz problem. I believe you... Fuck you, Utah. Give the name back to New Orleans. Keep it moving like an escalator. You got 15 Negroes in the whole goddamn state, and they all wear jerseys to work. Fuck not you. You don't know it's shit about the mean. jazz.
3: God damn it. Not let's get rid of this jazz problem. We'll be right back, folks.
2: Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your
3: head. All right, the big news in the NFL. Julio Jones has been sent to the Tennessee Titans. I do believe it was for a second-round pick and some cash. Second and a fourth. Second and a fourth. I'd rather have the cash. That's just me, though. Maybe I'd rather have the fourth. Okay. I don't know. We'll see. But
2: what fuck, Ray? Y- y'all couldn't beat that? Baltimore? Y'all couldn't beat that? I apologize. Y'all couldn't beat that? Seriously? <laughs> we'll get there. We'll, get there. we'll
3: okay, get okay. there. We'll get there. The big uh, the big part of this news for me, the interesting part, is that um, A.J. Brown, he offered to give up his number for Julio, and Julio said, no, you keep it. I'm going to be number two this year great. Go ahead. Get at least, it. Let at Ray... least Matt
2: Ryan can throw. Shit.
3: Let, let get... <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ryan Tannehill is not a bad passer. Ryan Tannehill has taken that team to the playoff. Ryan Tannehill is one either. of the, Ryan Tannehill is one of the 10 best quarterbacks in the NFL. Name me, name me 10 quarterbacks better than Ryan Tannehill. Go seriously. Go ahead. Okay. Try it. Okay. Yeah. I-, I will. I'm, I'm waiting. Will. You haven't Matthew named Stafford. one yet. Okay. No. Tom Brady. No, Matt Stafford no. No, no, no. I'm Sta- I'm not putting Tom Stafford Stafford. Lamar. No. Deshaun La- Lamar's not a better thrower of the football. Deshaun Watts uh, is not playing Allen. football. Josh Allen will give you. Patrick Mahomes. Yep, that's three. Russell. That's four. Aaron Rodgers. That's five. I- I'm at
2: I'm at my seven right yeah, now. I got it. five. Hel- healthy Dak. Healthy nope. Burrow.
3: No. Nope. Brother in San Francisco. in uh San Diego. Nope. I can keep going. Too. I got five I right now. I keep going. You got five. You moved I'd him all it. the way up from 10 to 6 for me. I appreciate it. Ray, jump Teddy in here. We're, we're going to do this for the next hour anyway when we get done here with Andrew. So, Ray, just tell us how I'm disgusted Mickey. you are with this as, Ray, as Chris continues to name quarterbacks. <laughs>
2: Who the Bears just get? Oh, they just got Teddy Two Gloves. Right? Oh, my God. We, Ray, jump we, in, can please.
1: Can we just name quarterbacks? I don't want to talk about this. Come on, I, man. I, can we just, How are you not a Titans
2: fan? Don't you
3: live in Houston? Mayfield. Didn't you like the Oilers? What's wrong with you?
2: Uh, Teddy Hill. I take Mayfield.
3: Like, Joe Montana no. don't play anymore, Chris. Be quiet. Tua. <laughs> get out of here. You're crazy. <laughs> right. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. 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 Wow, David Carr. All right, okay. David, now, now you're smoking David, crack David, in the basement with home. your grandma. <laughs> Tell your grandma to stop with the crack pipe down and stop smoking it with her before the show. Let's Mitch let Trubisky. All right, Jordan, <laughs> let, Jordan Love. No, no, no. Let's let's get let's get real for a second here, because Ray, how much better does this just make the Tennessee Titans? They're in your division. You know, they they're right there. They're not in your division. They're in the South, but they're in your conference, man.
1: I mean, no disrespect to the Buffalo Bills. I know they had a great year. But this move makes Tennessee the best team, the best team besides us and Kansas City. Now Tennessee is our biggest threat. Excuse me? You you know what I meant. You know what I I said, sir. Now Tennessee is the biggest threat to Baltimore to beat Kansas City. And yes, Cleveland and, and Buffalo is right there. But I just think, I think Baltimore and I think now Tennessee has just that much more. Um, and the reason I think is because Baltimore and Tennessee can defend; those other two teams can't. That's that matters in the league. Now I know when it's Pat Mahomes and he's throwing for seventy-five thousand yards, doesn't matter. But ultimately, every other game, those two teams can defend. That's why I put them ahead of Buffalo and put them ahead of Cleveland. No, I'm no, not meaning to disrespect it here. But I get I get I get it. I get it. I get it. Use movement, stay within the cap, trust the process. But if you got a chance to go get this dude, go get this dude. Worry about the cap later. But you know what Baltimore's first move after passing on Julio Jones was? They went and signed a dude who from the Broncos who has a torn Achilles.
3: Oh, what's it? Yeah, Hamilton, Tim Hamilton. That's our. That's our first.
1: That's that's what you want to show people that you. That's what we're doing with this money. I just I I, I I'm I am hurt. I'm not disgusted, but and we're gonna have to play them in the playoffs now. And every time we play them, Julio's gonna get about twenty yards.
3: So hooray, Baltimore. All right. Well, we'll see what happens there. I mean. I think a lot of teams were skeptical because Julio hasn't been the picture of health over the last few years. But if he is healthy, he is easily one of the best football players in the National League. I wanted to touch on UFC 263, but I think we're going to pass on that today. If you want to get more information on UFC 263 and a breakdown of what's going to happen, go back and listen to 5 Rounds Podcast right there on Cheershot Radio Network. Mags and Carlos do a great job breaking it down. Two belts being defended, Adesanya and Figueredo, both on the card. Diaz as well, super great card again from Dana White. I do want to get your guys' thoughts on something else before we go. We'll be right back. TheChairShot.com,
2: always
3: use your head. I'm listening to Chair Shot Radio, and Miranda Morales brings up a great point. For years, boxing fans have looked at wrestling fans and said, you don't know this is fake, right?" But now it's our turn as wrestling fans to turn to the boxing fans and go, "Hey, dumb motherfuckers, y'all know that was fake, right?" Thoughts on Mayweather and Logan Paul? Floyd
1: Mayweather had two of the greatest quotes I've ever heard of, of uh, an athlete say, and that is that is not hyperbole. The first quote he said was. Everybody talk about it's not about money, but your kids can't eat legacy. That's such a dope quote. The second quote he said is, I am the best legalized bank. When it comes to legalized bank robbing, I'm the best ever. This is a man who is completely (laughs) self-aware. Like, I hated it, but I ain't mad at it. You hear those quotes? I'm not mad at it. Play the game, my brother. Play the
3: game. Well, Chris, I'll, I'll let you wrap this up and, and get all your thoughts, and I have one thing to say, and I'll bring it back to poker again. It's unjust to let a sucker keep their money.
2: Well, oh, we taking them to church today, apparently. Hey, Boy, man. Y'all, yeah, y'all spinning all out in this bitch, man. Seriously. Shit. <laughs> Boxing always been a work, bro. Always. There's a reason why they get a young stud contender and they feed 26 soup cans in front of him before he goes off to get a title fight because 26-0 and 0 looks really good on a title fight resume. It's always been a work, man. This is no different. And if you pay for that shit, clearly you ain't been listening to the chair shop for the last three, four years because I've been preaching. I think more than melon Farmer. The one thing I say more than Anything else, the one phrase I use, more than always use your head, is nefarious means. If they built you for this money, that's on you, man. That is all on you. Shout out to Floyd Mayweather. I truly believe by any metric, he is the GOAT. He's the greatest fighter that we've ever seen I know um, we're going to start talking about that Kings documentary that's on Showtime. I want to get into those conversations. I got to start watching that. But I feel like any metric, he's the GOAT. And I, I don't like the Mellon Farmer, but shout out to Logan Paul, too. Because now he gets to go back to his fan base and say, hey, I hung in there with the GOAT. And he didn't knock me out. I went the, the distance. And I didn't lose, technically, because nobody lost. So, yeah, this is a win-win for everybody. Everybody goes away. And everybody made a shit ton of money. And, yeah, if you got built... That's on you. That's your fault. Ha ha. Ha ha. I enjoyed it for what it was, man. Me and my ladies sat around, had a couple drinks, and we all knew it was a work. It was like watching the goddamn Royal Rumble or some shit. You know?
1: 20 mil, y'all. Logan Paul got 20 mil. We in the wrong business. (laughs) Yeah, man. So how does this YouTube shit work?
2: So these kids just watch these dudes play video games all day? And and give them money? Is that how yeah, this works?
3: Now you're giving our age away, Chris. <laughs> I'm, I'm being dead ass, man.
2: Fuck this oh. uh, 95 shit. I'm being dead ass. So they just watch. They just play video games, and they give them money.
1: We'll 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 do a YouTube break. We'll do a YouTube breakdown after the show.
2: Please do, cause I'm like shit. I could talk that shit.
1: Oh man.
2: And I'll go grab me shit. I, I don't I don't have to I know I can't get a PlayStation 5, but I could probably get me a Nintendo for like two hundred bucks online on Amazon or something. Y'all wanna watch me play Dunk Cut for six hours? <laughs>
0: little
2: track and field. I just like Mario the... action.
3: Dude, you gotta play double dribble. You can hit that three in the corner fading out of bounds every single time.
2: Oh no, Bulls versus Blazers, brother.
3: <laughs> I played some NBA two K today. <laughs>
2: On that note, Mr. Tunney, watch a little bit of good folks know where they can find you, brother.
3: Yeah, you can find me at PC Tunney, Facebook, Twitter. Please continue to listen to everything Chair Shot Radio Network on all your favorite streaming platforms and right there at thechairshot.com. And I got to let you know, and I want to encourage you to do so. Enjoy your day the Chair shot way by always using your head.
2: Ray, go ahead and get in here, man, while I go on Amazon and try to find me an Atari. <laughs> Shit, I'm going to get this.
1: <laughs> all right. $1,400. You yeah, can, that might you be can the can most expensive on, thing you can get is
3: an old Atari.
2: <laughs> How crazy is that? I could get a PlayStation 5 for less money than an Atari. <laughs> Go Welcome ahead, Welcome to I'm
3: capitalism,
1: there, sir. No, you're right. You can find me at It's Me, DPP. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, every night and I tweet at It's Ray Cash, R A Y is and Mysterio. C-A-S-A, Jazz, and Dollars. Doing hood rat stuff for my friends over the chair shot. Apparently... Not making twenty million dollars for a fixed fight.
2: He said it best, folks. Y'all can find me on Twitter at the Real C Plat. More importantly, make sure y'all go to Perustantees.com forward slash the chair shot. Pick up an official chair shot t-shirt. If you enjoy the content we provide and what we do here day in and day out here at the chair shot, the best way to make sure we little. Pre- the best way to make sure we keep providing that content day out and day out here at The Chair Shop is by going to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the shot Please and thank you, thank you, and please, TheChairShot.com, we're not just a website, we're a movement, folks. You got to forgive me. I was just looking up Atari prices on Amazon, and I got a little choked up. <laughs> so for the Commissioner PC Putty, see what I mean, PC Putty? For the Commissioner PC Tutty, for Mr. Ray Cash, I'm Mr. Velvet Pipe's Christopher Platt. Thank you all for tuning in to the latest edition of Three Man Weave. Now, if you all will excuse me, I'm going to call my mom and see if she still has my Sega Genesis somewhere. We'll see you next week, same plat time, same plat channel. I'm going to get this money, goddammit. Shalom.
0: And they stay there, yeah. and they say yeah, yeah. and they say there. Down, 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 down. Cause all I do is sweep, please, please. And if you going in, put your hand BM Please say that ludicrous going
1: in on the verse, cause I never been defeated and I won't stop now. Whoa. Keep your hands up, get him in the sky for the homies that ain't making in my full fly. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head.